Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is... Brian. Hello, David. Hey, hello. Brian. How's it going? Hello. Hello. I'm not loud. Yeah. How are you good. doing, David? You're hanging in there, man. I'm I'm hanging, hanging on by a thread. <laughs> hanging on by a thread. Is it because of what we're going to talk about today? Probably. Maybe Probably. a little bit. It's it's a contributing factor. It's it's, it's in the side effects. You know when you watch those like those medicine commercials, and at the end they always have like a guy talking really fast. That's this is one of the side effects. There's like yeah. and you watch Rings of Power. Side effects may happen. You watch second Rings of Power. And and she's, fast. she's looking at me. It's scary. She's gonna look at you the whole time. The Even whole after, time. yeah, we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave this behind you. We're gonna print out a giant poster, and this isn't even gonna be a green screen next time, or not a green screen, whatever the heck this is, new technology is called. We're just gonna print out a giant poster and just put it behind you at all times. So every time you're on camera, boom, Galadriel. Galadriel. Oh. <laughs> can can it? Be not Kate? only will you scare yourself, you will scare everybody around you. Can it be Kate Blanchett's Galadriel? I like her better. No, sorry. <laughs> She's she's out of date. She's oh. she's done. Oh, she's no. done for. She she's twenty years ago, man. We don't talk about her anymore. Well, I, oh, she'll be she'll be Kate Blanchett, the Siren, uh, in Borderlands if that ever comes out. <laughs> it's been wow. Like th- that was I can't believe you made that like quick connection. Where you, <laughs> I, I didn't know where you were going with that. You well, went from Rings of Power to Lord of the Rings to. Borderlands, where's that? Where's that at? <laughs> Where is that at? Like they showed us like like silhouettes of the characters. Anything. They showed silhouettes of the characters like three years ago. Yeah, that's <laughs> nothing, dude. They're never coming. That, that movie's gonna suck in the first you honestly think that's gonna be a good movie? Like for real. Like honestly speaking, you really think that's gonna be a good movie? <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a good movie, but it's a movie I will watch because I, I, I liked Borderlands 1. Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to yeah, and then, then we'll complain about it because that's like the circle of life for us is like, go watch something, complain about it, whether and then decide if we podcast on it or not, and then, you know, repeat the cycle. That's it. That's our life cycle right there. Cycle. I mean, like, you know, we can we can hope hope things are going to be good. But uh, before we get to the yield meat and potatoes or the uh, the meat and, and potatoes and giving it to me raw. Oh, that's aggressive. <laughs> that's what Duran said. That's aggressive. That's what dwarves do. They're aggressive. They want raw meat, apparently. Um, apparently. Uh, which is kind of strange, because I thought, thought they cooked things a lot. But Anyway, uh, so, news. Henry Cavill has been ousted from The Witcher. Although, I think... I haven't read all the details specifically, but I'm assuming he does not want to be in The Witcher anymore, because an article came out from the people working on the new uh, X-Men 1984, like the sequel to the old X-Men, or the 1994 X-Men that they're doing, that apparently he had worked on The Witcher season, this writer had worked on it, and apparently other writers like basically shat on the work of The Witcher video games from CD Projekt Red and the original author's stuff. So people in the writing staff had like little to no care about like the source material, and Henry Cavill's huge on witcher lore like absolutely big he eats breathes and sleeps the witcher he's played them like the two and three like several times through he's bragged and talked about this the fact that they're deviating from the lore i can see him stepping away from it based on that 
And then also, of course, at the end of Black Adam, he had his cameo as Superman, and he is returning as Superman to the DCEU. So that's great news. I mean, it's great getting him a Superman. It's sad seeing him goes the Witcher, but if the writers aren't respectful to the source material, I can totally see him stepping away on his own volition. Yeah, so um, there was a lot of talk. I don't know, not a lot of talk, but like in our our circle of life, our community, we uh, we uh, see this Henry Cavill guy keep popping up places, and the writers were saying that he's difficult to work with, and they had a problem with him. Now that we know that the writers and showrunners don't like and didn't want to follow the books or the movies. It makes so much more sense why they had a hard time working with Henry Cavill because he's like, he's like, why are we making the Witcher show if you're not going to follow the books or the video games or any of the other content for Witcher that's official? And the writers are like, we don't like it. It's like, oh, well, there you go. There, there's obviously going to be a problem there. Oh, yeah. Henry Cavill. Like, I, I mean, season three is not out yet. I mean, I, I'm scared of seeing season three now considering well no he's still in it i understand but like he dealt with the changes in seasons one and two season three must be even more a deviation because this is you know he's quit after season three i mean it may just because be because of superman i think it's because of superman Uh, do you i think how much money are they probably giving him for superman I don't know. I mean, it seems like, just from things I've been reading, it seems like most people didn't want him back as Superman. Like, uh, the people in charge, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Who does, who does, oh, yeah, because he, 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 he was having creative differences with them, too. Mm-hmm. Man, this guy, he's a, he might be a problem because he wants to, like, actually make something good. <laughs> yeah, Henry Cavill wants to make something good. What? Or maybe not even good. He just wants to follow, like, the structure of the comics that, you know, Superman ha- already has. Yeah, like, like I don't know. Just... Maybe that maybe that's part of it. I don't know if he knows anything about the Superman comics. Oh no, I don't he, know that. Oh, he, he absolutely does. He does. I saw. Okay. I, saw I don't know. He's like, oh, I want to. I want to return to where Superman's. You know, happy, optimistic, and you know how Superman's supposed to be. Like, yeah. He's, well, he's, he's been he, dark. He's been like a dark and gritty kind of, not super dark or gritty, but like he's more on the darker, more tone. dark, more dark. Yeah. With Zack Snyder involved, so he wants Superman's tone to return to what it should be, like Christopher Reeve Superman. This is what Henry Cavill wants. Henry Cavill wants what fans wants, because Henry Cavill himself is a fan. So, like, it's he must be hard to work with because he's one of the few actors that actually seems to know and care about the source material. (laughs) Yeah, I just wish I could see those. um, Because right now we're like both Henry Cavill fanboying right now but like i'd like to see those background conversations to really gauge like what do you like what is he doing like what is, why is he hard to work with exactly i want to see those conversations just to make sure i'm not putting all my eggs in one basket with i mean protecting maybe, cavill maybe henry cavill's a jerk yeah i, I don't know I, I don't know from what but, i've seen from what i think we both have seen from interviews and articles and all that stuff he doesn't seem like he's a bad guy he seems like he's just very passionate about the things he works on Yes. That's what I get. And that's a good thing. I think being passionate and and knowledgeable about the things you're working on is super important to to doing a good job at them. And he is an amazing Geralt of Rivia. He is amazing. I don't know if I'm going to watch The Witcher once he's gone. Like I don't. I, don't, know, I, I think. Don't, I, I think don't, that's what a lot of people are asking themselves. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like he is the best part of the show. Like his just 
he is Geralt. He is Geralt. Geralt. He, he he is. He is. He just his exasperation. He doesn't even speak a lot in the show, and it's just absolutely brilliant how he's yeah, just. Anytime like, they're not showing him, we want to see him. Yeah, and, and, and then he doesn't even, even when he's on screen, he doesn't even say a lot. It's just lots of grunts and just like sarcasm. He just drips with sarcasm because that's Geralt, and that's amazing. I I, I, I love him, and you know I, he must be difficult to work with in this day and age, considering most writers directors want to make garbage and henry cavill which is nuts (laughs) like (laughs) this is happening time and time again where uh showrunners or writers or producers are like we don't want to follow the source material it's happened with the halo show boom don't want to they're like they actively told everybody they're like we're not following it we don't care about the video games it's like okay cool you just made sure 98 percent of the people that are going to watch it won't watch it now wheel of time same thing why are they picking up these like big like IPs, and then they're like, "We're for why this is why this show's popular, why this video game's popular. We're not gonna follow it. We're gonna do our own thing." It's like, what? Why? What do you like? Why buy this giant IP that was built on this story, and fans love that story, and then you take it and you're like, "And we're doing something different." I, I don't get it. I don't like. I don't. Who thinks that's a good idea? That's not a good idea. Don't do it. Stop it. Stop it, please. Please stop it. <laughs> please stop it. And the thing is, like, you, you brought up earlier, it's like, we're going to watch it, something, and they complain. But it's like, it's it's not our fault. Like, if they made it for the fans instead of for themselves, maybe. Yeah. I mean. Things would be less terrible. I'm, I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying that's necessarily the only thing that'll make it better you still have to have it you know quality writers and and then things work out like you can you can try to tell the story right and the writing still be terrible like th- there's there's the thing like you know writing bad isn't just the story's not good and like the the characters aren't good it's like you know it's there's there's more to it like you know if it if you're in the right direction but the dialogue is still bad it's just like like if you're telling yeah. the right story, but with the worst, di- you know, but b- bad dialogue, it's still it's still bad. Even if you're it, telling the wrong story with also bad dialogue. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, know man. We're we're uh, it's 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 tough. It's tough to be a gamer and a video game uh, ad- adaptation fan these or, days, or, or just anything adaptation fan these days. Yeah, a fan of anything that's entertainment. <laughs> a, fa- a fan of anything that's been around for more than twenty years. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I'm generally like a, a glass not half full, a glass full type of person, where I, I only want to talk about the good stuff. I don't want to put out that negative energy, but like everything sucks. <laughs> Well, Those things aren't good. I was reading an article this morning, and I, I just I just thought of this as my other news that I, I couldn't think of before the show started. That uh, WB wants to put the Fantastic Beasts movies on hold and make more Harry Potter movies. Are you what, serious? What does that <laughs> mean? What does that mean? Are we gonna do like in between years of like Harry Potter, like in between, like just that's impossible. They can't do that now. That's impossible. It's literally impossible unless they recast. Like, are they gonna do Harry Potter summers? Like what he did, like what he did, locked in the cupboard under the stairs for like it's the whole movie. Just no, dude, don't don't say, don't finish that because that's. I feel like I could see that happening. That's definitely something they could make like a short series, put it on Netflix. It's like four episodes. Each one is like 20 minutes. Yeah, I I can see that happening where it's like the daily life of Harry Potter living under the cupboard. He twiddles his thumbs. 
Oh man, he, he, he plays tic tac toe on the wall. Oh man, don't don't put that don't put that out in the universe. Take I that did, back. I Take that. Not, put that in the black I, hole. Put that back in the black hole. I did not put that into the universe. This is this is this is WB saying we want to make put Fantastic Beasts on hold because it's a hot train wreck, and we want more Harry Potter movies. What does that mean? Like Daniel Radcliffe, from everything I've heard, does not want to reprise the role. No, no, he don't, none, none of them do. They're done. They spent they spent like their whole childhood playing in these movies, and now they're all like extremely wealthy. They're not like normal wealthy for like being famous. They're all super wealthy. They like that one. What's that one? Uh, Ron Weasley, uh, Rupert Gint or, or Grint or something is his name mm-hmm. that he played. He's. Like, you would think, like, we haven't seen him. We haven't seen anything about this guy doesn't really do movies, doesn't do anything. It's because he's, like, pretty much a billionaire from make, from being in Harry Potter. They're extremely wealthy people. Yeah, they don't they don't want to uh. do these any, anymore. I, I don't Plus, know. they're older now. Like, I don't want to, like, what am I going to go see? Ron Weasley pretend to be a fortune? Actually, that kind of would probably be pretty, pretty funny. Because I don't know how old he is now, but he's got to be at least my age or older. So, he's... He would pretend to be like a fourteen-year-old when he's like in his thirties, or they'll know. just do like adult, you know, like you know, Ron, Hermione, and Harry as adults doing. A, no, a, they're not a, doing a, that. Adult, not... adult wizard things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't what know. Is what a, to I don't. What know does what... an adult wizard do? All that. It, <laughs> one thing that, about it, we're getting they're... totally sidetracked here. But all that, all Harry Potter people that seem to be like magical in that universe either work for the government or a school there is no other magic jobs it's like there's two places to work you either work in the government or you work at a school well i guess you could work at azkaban you could be a prison guard yeah man that's where that's definitely a top tier job that's That's what everybody wants to do i guess it's still technically no they have the dementors that's still that's still technically government though you gotta have some humans they're magicians do there. it okay that's fair it's mostly guarded by dementors though anyway maybe that's harry, harry potter, potter. <laughs> okay wait, let's not like totally side rail here we i could literally talk about harry potter for hours i love harry potter okay even though I, i'm I, even though i can complain about that too uh d- do you go, have any go oh, god go, don't, go oh, man <laughs> if we're gonna bring up harry potter man we gotta like you gotta like warn me don't <laughs> I, I, I just normally when we do these news segments we just like how many newses do you got and you're like I got two and then how many you got I got five and then we're like okay well no it's just it, it just came to me because I remember reading this morning that WB is like we want more Harry Potter films put those Dude, fantastic don't, don't things on hold it's already like the Harry Potter world is already getting diluted enough where it's like starting to like turn into like a bad direction so like chill out with the Harry Potter stuff it's cool and it's gonna die in probably twenty years because it was like a millennial thing. So like, just let it like let it do its thing, and then remake it in twenty five years and call it a day. J.K. Rowling, you're already a billionaire, and you kind of don't really write good anymore. <laughs> anyway, okay. uh, what's your news, Brian? Well, one of them is we should have brought this up on our last podcast. I don't know how we forgot. Well, I know why I forgot because I only had like three hours of sleep and I just got home. But. Uh, the uh, uh, James Gunn is Kevin Feige now. He is for DC. That's great. We didn't bring that up. We should have brought that up because that's pretty big news for the stuff we talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So James Gunn, uh, I think we've we've both expressed that we enjoy his work some more than others. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's Peacemaker was top the- tier. Peacemaker was absolutely top tier. So like more stuff like Peacemaker. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, most of the, most of his stuff. When if you rank all Marvel DC movies, I would say all his stuff is going to be pretty much towards the top, right? Yeah, Guardians I, I mean, of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is solid. Uh, Suicide Squad. I mean, it, I know you you didn't like it as much, but like when it compares to like your average, your just normal Marvel movie, like I. I I feel like Suicide Squad is better than just normal Marvel movie. Probably. It's, it's just, I liked it, though, so I didn't have a problem. Well, the thing is with Suicide Squad, like I said in the podcast, like the movie has lots of great set pieces, but for whatever reason, it didn't feel like a good movie. Like, the, yeah, I know. Uh, it had so many good scenes, but it didn't feel like a movie. I don't know. It just felt like a bunch of really great YouTube clips or something put together. And it just didn't feel <laughs> YouTube like a movie. clip compilation. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was, it was weird. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like a compilation of a bunch of great things put together, but it didn't come out as a great whole. I don't know. That's just the way I felt about it. It was, it was weird to me. But, I mean, it was, you know, on par with the original Suicide Squad. It was pretty good. It was, you know, not, not terrible. Because I don't think the original Suicide Squad was as bad as everyone said it was. Well, you know, either way, this is a good move for DC. It definitely gives me a lot more uh, happiness and joy in my in my little heart that uh, James Gunn is going to be, you know, forerunning the DC universe moving forward, which is kind of cool because he DC. is extremely talented, even though he can be controversial. Blah, blah, blah. DC needs a cohesive vision uh, because Marvel doesn't have one anymore. <laughs> Kevin Feige. Whoa, that shot's fired right there, man. I mean, Kevin Feige hasn't done anything. It feels like he's done absolutely nothing because Kevin Feige, like, was it felt like he did quality control. He made all the stories work together for phases one, two, and three, and then phase four, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go hibernate for like okay, two, you got, two, three years. You're gonna start a problem. People are going to start telling us that uh, that you're being a problem towards Marvel because everything Marvel is good, man. Everything's solid, man. It's just a, it's just a weak phase. It's like I. It, uh, don't, okay, we need to stop. We're going to get in trouble. We're going to get yelled at. <laughs> it is a weak phase, because Kevin Feige's been hibernating the entire phase four. Uh, don't tell that to a Marvel fan. They're going to they're gonna snap back at you, and they're going to tell you how, why it's good, and what they're, do- what they're planning to do in the future is going to be even better. And then you know what? You know what we'll do if it, is, if it turns out to be good again? We will also say, hey, that was pretty good. But right now, it's not. <laughs> It, that's that's true. That is absolutely true. That's pretty much that's how we run things around here. Mm-hmm. So uh, the last piece of news I think uh, we both got is God of War, something that we both like. It's good. Yeah. We both yeah. like God of War. And and by the time we podcast next, by the time this is out on YouTube, we will probably have played several hours of it. By the next time we podcast, we can talk about our. You have limited experience so far because I doubt we'll have beaten it. It's supposed to no, be much. Neither longer. one of us. Well, neither one of us can just drop anything and just drop everything and play forty hours of God of War. We neither one of us can do that. So it's probably no. going to take us a little bit to uh, get through it. You know, beat the game. But I guess we can see where we're at and we can give our thoughts. But uh, at least according to the early review embargo, first of all, cool to Santa Monica Studios that they're confident in their game to just like release the embargo a week before the game comes out. I remember when CD Projekt Red, for their embargo, when Cyberpunk came out, they were like, you can only use the footage we provide you yeah. <laughs> in your review. And for uh, this embargo, they were just like, yeah, do whatever you want, you're done. So it shows that they are confident in their product, which is awesome, because it gives me confidence that's going to be good. Because I think around Fallout 4, Bethesda also put, like, a they had a review embargo until, like, the day things come out. Like, they didn't want early reviews anymore. It's like... 
that means you're not confident in what that, you're making. Yeah, that feels really shady. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, so it's, they are confident. It's nice that, that the company, see a company be confident and they know what they're making and they're putting out something good in quality. And, you know, I waited uh, many years to play God of War 2018. I just beat it like earlier this summer. And I have to say that game is probably a masterpiece. It's I don't give out tens a lot. God of War, God of War is a ten. Yeah. And you yeah. know, and funny and funny enough, I've played two ten video games this year. We also beat Divinity. I'd also give that a ten. Ten out of ten. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but that's like, older. That's old. Oh, well, I no, guess actually, I, actually no, they're both from like the same year when the release. Well, PC God of War. Well, I don't know. But whatever I, you want to do that. But I beat them both this year. They are masterpiece video games, absolute masterpieces. And we and we played both of them this. Well, you played yeah. both of them this year. I only played one. Yeah, but I mean, I, I beat them both this year. So that's that's what's what's uh, why I'm just uh, so you're so you're eating sorry. good this year, man. You got two tens under your belt for twenty twenty two. Two tens under my belt and God of War Ragnarok's out. So I mean, that could be three. Wow. Because I don't know. I well, I don't know. You think you're going to beat it this year? Oh, probably not. I might not even. Oh, maybe actually, we got time. We still got like over well over a month when it comes out. Never mind. Well, we probably will be. We got like two months <laughs> before the end of the year. It's a race. Uh, speaking of things that are not ma- speaking of masterpieces, we shall transition to something that is absolutely not a masterpiece. Potatoes. The meat and potatoes. Brian. David, I want you to review first because we've briefly talked about this like through text messages. I'll be like, "Hey, I finished episode 6 cuz I was I was well behind you the entire the entire time until this I watched like four episodes this week of it cuz I just been behind on it. I don't know quite four. But uh you know, I would I would message you every once in a while and be like, "Hey, this is done." And then you like say like the lowest positive thing that I could think of. So uh, I you need to review it first because we're going to be different here. I'm, I guarantee you we're going to be different. I have a reason for it. All right. So my score for oh. Amazon's one billion dollar <laughs> of power season one, Lord of the Rings, see, Rings of Power season one is a whopping two out of ten. Oh, man. The only reason it gets that is because the first couple episodes have pretty good special effects. It kind of falls off after that. Uh, So, I'm not a Tolkien scholar. I don't know the Cimmerillion backwards and forwards. I um, basically went into Rings of Power having only seen Peter Jackson's trilogy the extended edition trilogy and the Hobbit. I have read the original books by J.R.R. Tolkien, at least the original trilogy and the Hobbit many, many years ago. So it's well out of my mind from the little I know, just from the source material, I know almost nothing about the second age. And from the very beginning, this show is like nothing Tolkienian about it. Absolute character assassinations of every single character in the show from you know Gladriel first and foremost uh, you know Gil Galad they 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 play him out to be a bad guy um like Elrond like no no one is the character they're supposed to be in the slightest from the little i understood about <laughs> the, sh- the 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 lore since the show has come out, I've delved hours and hours and hours and hours into Tolkienian lore, trying to understand what really is supposed to be happening. And 
gut my gut reaction to the show without knowing the lore like i said is a two you know it was probably been like a four or five but now since i've immersed myself in all the lore everything i learn is just knocking the show down more and more pegs and and theoretically since the next season will also have that you know billion dollar price tag you know because they they funded a bunch of the seasons do we have, do we have, is it just going to be yearly do we know if it's going to be because we know we're getting multiple seasons <laughs> it's of this. two years before the next season i believe okay so, so we'll get in 2024 2025 they have announced they're already starting to shoot the next season they said they wrote this script. Even shot it they started shooting it I, I know but they before the show even came out they announced they're like yeah we're doing five seasons we know to the ending shot what it's going to be i thought like you know they had more than just this well, the thing is, the season has been getting lots of you know negative reviews for you know good reason, and the writers have come out and said that they're probably not going to change a lot because they'd already finished the writing the scripts <laughs> before season yeah, one for, aired. For the whole thing, yeah, before season one even aired, they finished like the whole the whole kid and caboodle. I mean, I hope Amazon steps in and like you know slaps the writers and makes them you know change stuff because. Yeah, it's 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 not not going in a, in a good 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 space. I, I even like the show wasn't going to get a good review even without my knowledge of the lore. With my knowledge of the lore now that I've been researching, it's just like, what the hell did they even do with this, Brian? All right, man. So. Uh, before I, we always rate our shows, and before uh, I was thinking about this week, a couple like I would put, I would say I put a, a, a little bit of effort into trying to come up with a with a score here, but um, I I thought you were gonna give it a two or a three. I was pretty sure you were gonna give it a two or a three. That's where I was at, and I knew I, that's not what I was gonna give it. So my score, I'm gonna give it a, a six five, six five to seven. So so, hear me out here. <laughs> The, uh, I was going to give it like a 7.5, but then I rewatched uh, the trailer just to like ground myself. And then I remembered what I watched and it was, it just, I had to knock it down a point. Anyway, only here's, my reasoning. Here's, my, here's my reasoning here. So, so I have a different, uh, I, I think I, I might have a corrupted wait, mind. Wait, you, you knock, you, wait, 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 you knocked out Cyberpunk Edgerunners like a point and a half or two points just because it was science fiction and not fantasy. No. Are you, wait, are you giving, are, are you giving, dumb. you're giving Wheel of Time, you're giving Rings of Power extra points just because it's fantasy and not science fiction? <laughs> it's sure. Yes, I do prefer, I still stand by it, oh my but God. I prefer it, but. There's more reasons why I knocked down uh, Cyberpunk. That wasn't that wasn't just science fiction. There was there's there animation problems. I had a little bit of problems with the story too. But um, uh, <laughs> here's here's my here's why I think I'm corrupted a little bit here. Before I I went to Comic Con before that's why I wasn't at a podcast. And then I went to Europe. When I was at Comic Con, you get that energy, that pod, the the the, uh, the like nerd energy you get going on. You're walking around there. You're seeing banners for Rings of Power and all that. You you can stop. I've had a couple conversations about Rings of Power. So you know you, you're you're. I'm in the community right now. I'm at Comic Con. I'm I'm living my life. And I'm talking about Rings of Power. So you, you get kind of like this like nerd energy going on. Then uh, I went to Europe, and during Europe, I've never been to Europe. It's a different world, and I I get stressed out. So at night, I would wa- I would watch like one episode of Rings of Power, and it would make me feel a little bit more like I- I'm good. I'm good. 
because I knew what I was getting myself into. I didn't have to worry about, you know, if people are going to speak the same language as me or whatever. I could just chill out and watch it. So I was like, cool. I can just relax here. I also went to the Ian McKellen, uh, Ian McKellen's pub in uh, London, which kind of adds because, you know, Ian McKellen's Gandalf. So it kind of adds a little bit more there. So that's why I feel like I'm a little bit corrupted here because I kind of like delve into the culture a little bit. I, I went to uh, Oxford where uh, uh, Tolkien, he has, he has a big presence there where he has like limited edition you know signed stuff for his books so I, i'm i'm corrupted here i'm not gonna lie he has I didn't zero like presence this show. in the show though i know but it's his it's his world he created it's middle not, earth it's no longer his world this is not middle earth this is not tolkien this is nothing to do with lord of the it's, rings it except is middle for the earth. names it is not well that's why that's where i'm at that's where i'm at man i'm corrupted i didn't really love the story i it was kind of it kind of sucked but other than that, it was pretty. How do you give it a seven just for being pretty? I didn't give it a seven. I gave it a six five. Six five. You said seven yeah. five earlier. I heard a couple. Numbers. I was it was going to be a seven five, but then I docked it down. I'm I'm at a six five right now. Didn't pass. What Couldn't is pass six, it. what does six five mean? <laughs> six five means it looks pretty because the the, the uh, VFX here are are absolutely stellar because they have so much money in it. And uh, I didn't hate every character. Like, I, even even they did deviate from the lore pretty much ninety percent of the show. I, does that doesn't mean I hated every character? I thought I still think the for me the stranger was interesting. I, they tried to red herring you at the end, and that, I wasn't buying that at all. That was poor writing. But like, I don't mind his character. The uh, the three elves with the stranger. I don't know who the heck they are. They're not part of the lore, but I don't know. They're kind of cool too, a little bit. They look cool. Oh, so you there's like- it's. You like feminine? Like you like feminine? Did you? I don't know who's feminine. Feminine, the one, the one that looks like Eminem, but is she's got boobs? Oh, her? Yeah, Dude, what's name? her name? Do, do we have a name for those people, or they just kind of like showed up and like left? There's feminine. They're mysterious. There's and I was, I was interested to know more about more about uh, more about them. So that's where I'm at. I don't know what to tell you. That's where I'm at, man. Man, that's, I mean, you didn't like it, like. That's a You're re- giving it two based on that's a really- its VFX or what? Huh? You're giving it two based on its VFX? Like that's it? Yeah, that's the only points it gets for its VFX. Like it—it it gets zero points anywhere else in, in the show. The characters are wrong. The lore is wrong. The world is wrong. The timing is wrong. Everything about the show is wrong. You're right. Everything. Myth- there's uh, pretty much everything is wrong. Mithri- <laughs> Mithril's wrong. And, and it's, and, like, and, like Mithril doesn't heal. Well, remember, okay, we're, we're, like, not anywhere here yet in this podcast, but, like, the the leaves are falling off the, like, elven tree, the elven god tree or whatever, and Mithril falls next to it and it heals the leaf. That's not a thing. I don't know why they made that. That's not a thing at all. Nothing in this show is a thing. No, you're right. Not, not, not really anything. <sighs> it's not really even a Lord of the Rings. You're, you're all right when it's not really a Lord of the Rings show, or not Lord of the Rings. It's not... A yeah. middle earth show that just takes place. It's like a parody. It's, it's like a, it's like a it's it's like a, a parody show. It's, it's why I'm I'm just I'm just baffled that you gave it over a five. I just can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> hey man, that's just how it is. I, I honestly, this, this is gonna blow your mind here. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to make you upset. I prefer this over Wheel of Time. No, yeah. this yeah, is man. so much worse than Wheel of Time. 
I prefer the silver wheel of time. Wheel of time didn't break the lore so much as they just made up a bunch of crap that didn't matter and took away from the main story, which is why I was mad at Wheel of Time. This is so much worse because they are assassinating characters and lore left and right in this show. Whereas Wheel of Time, it wasn't as much of assassination. This show is straight up character assassination. Like, good God. Like, nothing lines up. And in, in, in Wheel of Time, it was close enough and i understood the characters enough to that like okay i could see why they're doing this in wheel of time but there's no good reason for any of the things they did in this show like well they didn't have they didn't have any reason they're just making stuff up it's like, the, this will work the thing is like the second age is perfect if you want to do a show and you want to make a lot of stuff up but yeah, but they didn't have all the rights. There was a rights problem there. They couldn't just, like, use everything. How do you spend a billion dollars in the show and forget about the rights? They didn't have... They only had, like... They had to expand a lot because I'm, I think the only rights they had were, like, appendixes in, like, the back of, like, certain books. Yeah. Of, that referred to the second age. So they didn't even... They couldn't tell... They wouldn't be able to tell that story even if we wanted them to because they didn't have the rights to. They don't have the rights to the Cimmerillion. The Cimmerillion is the first stage. Yeah, but this takes place in the second age. Exactly. The Cimmerillion is the first stage. They have rights to most everything that they need to for the second age, because most of its appendices. Because it is a framework. Like, Tolkien has a framework for what happened in the second age. Like, it's perfect for making up a lot of stuff because it's not detailed like character interactions and whatnot like there is an outline of where characters should be at a given time based on the appendices like you could there's so much room to make stuff up tons of room and 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 instead of you know making up stuff around the structure of what tolkien wrote they just threw it all out and did whatever they wanted to like they're con- writers do. they're condensing the second age, which is thousands and thousands of years long, into the life of you know Elendil and and um, his son. <laughs> I'm blanking on his name. Zildor. They're bl- they're they're the they're, cr- they're cramming the entire thousands of years of lore into the lifespan of a Zildor. So the entire second age takes place from when the sealed door is like twenty to like when the sealed door is like hundred twenty when he cuts the ring off of you know Sauron's hand. He's probably not even hundred twenty. Like it's like less than a hundred years. They're they're trying to cram thousands of years of history into. Like I didn't know this when the show when the show came out, but Gilgalad, no, no, not Gilgalad, um, Kill of Rimbor, the the Elven Smith, right? Yep. <sighs> he died thousands of years before Isildur was born. A thousand years before Isildur was born. Um, The order the rings are made in are... um, Wrong. Are wrong. Uh, The elven rings were made last. They also, when they made them, they were scared of them. They didn't, didn't, like, just see the rings and they're like, oh, this is cool, let's put them on and all that. Because towards the end of the show, when they had the rings, they were kind of just like, cool, we got them now. They weren't like that when they actually made them in the books. No, it's just like, it's like, even, like, trying to figure out where they started to go wrong is just mind-bogglingly difficult. Because 
everything is wrong. But big things I want to touch on are, are are the rings themselves. In a show called Rings of Power, they're like there at the last like five minutes of the show. Uh, they destroyed the character of Anatar. They removed him. The writers thought it was stupid that they would just believe this guy's giving gifts. And they came up with something even stupider. Mr. Halbrand, who we meet in the second episode. Halbrand! Yep, episode two. I don't know. Who's freaking shady as hell the entire time? Everyone's like, "Oh, he's like he's obviously sour." But side note, side note here. I don't know. I I wasn't keeping up with what people were saying through this show. The first episode came out, and then I we you at least I and I know you as well. I don't know how far you went into it, but we briefly I briefly looked at the reviews of the show, and I was like, "Eh, hey, not getting good reviews. Not surprised." But after that. You and me, the the knowledge I had was just what I was getting from the show, and you and me pretty much called everything that was going to happen, like, after episode two, we, like, knew everything. There was times where uh, I thought maybe Hellbrand was going to be the Witch King, but I think at, when I texted you that, you probably already watched all eight episodes, so you already knew, yeah. <laughs> confirmed what it was. So, uh, also for The Stranger, I think we're, I was bouncing back between Gandalf and Soromon. I don't he's still not the stranger is still the stranger it's not confirmed he's he's a wizard we don't know what wizard he is and that's mean, as far as i think i don't it, think they really showed who he is yet if you want to go with the lore he should theoretically be one of the blue lizards that lizards yes. one of the blue wizards that go east but the blue wizards i believe showed up together and they showed up at the docks like the 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 docks of the gray havens so and they met an elf person there so like the whole thing is wrong with yeah it's super wrong how he was like it's like the whole thing with him was a red herring they try to make you think he was sauron with like the red i was i was like this just doesn't make sense when they're trying to so this is the last episode i think not the second last. it's either the second last or the last episode it's the the, these three like elf people that don't exist anywhere except this show that are like those in white i i don't know any of their names i don't know i don't know what their names are i didn't even look it up because i didn't think it mattered but they're like chasing the stranger and trying to tell us that uh, he's he's Sauron, and the entire show, all seven episodes prior, gave us like nothing that like yeah, this dude was gonna be Sauron. I don't, I don't know, just like that just uh, that bothered me because I never bought that for a second. But they tried to make you buy it. It's it ter- didn't work. Terribly written. Yeah, it like, was obviously Halbrand was going to be Sauron. It was he from episode two on. He was like, "I like blacksmithing." Okay, we know Sauron has to be involved for making the rings. I like power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was it, it was not subtle at all. It was he was clearly Sauron from the very beginning. Like if you didn't know in the first episode when he has that lingering, sexy look at the forge, it's obvious he's Sauron. Like it's it's it, it wasn't even remotely subtle. Um, but the it rings, the rings of power forged in the very last episode. They forged the elven rings first. Like and 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 we got to talk about Mithril to even talk about the rings. So Mithril. Yes is apparently... Okay, in, in Tolkien's lore, Mithril is just a metal that exists in Middle-earth. It's, it's just a super light, super strong metal. Uh, Tolkien has said himself that uh, some deposits were on Numenor. Um, it's it's relatively rare. Most of it's in Khazad-dûm, but like, there are small deposits of it other places. And in the show, they decided to give the <laughs> Mithril a backstory. A Balrog and a Elf for fighting oh, yeah, over. There is a, they show Balrog in this show. I forgot about that. <laughs> they show Balrog twice in the show. A leaf, a leaf, a leaf wakes up Durin's bane. A yeah. Balrog and an elf 
are on top of the misty mountain somehow, above the tree line somehow, and there's a tree there somehow. And <laughs> the elf is pouring his light in, into the tree while he's fighting the Balrog, and the Balrog is pouring his darkness into the tree while he's fighting the elf. For whatever reason, I don't know. Why it's not? Like, a, like they're just like jizzing all over this tree, their perspective powers, and trying to fight at the same time while their dicks hanging out, shooting stuff on the tree. And uh, lightning strikes the tree, and the dark and the light shoot through the tree roots, and it makes everything the tree roots touched the mithril for some reason. And it gives in the. It's like they're trying to remake Peter Jackson's trilogy in the Second Age, and they're doing it horribly. Because, like you know, in the you know in the trilogy, Peter Jackson's the elves' light are fading. That's why they're leaving the shores of Middle Earth to go back to Valinor, where the elves live. Uh, you know, it's, it's great and fine, but they're trying to like say that's happening again now. We need Mithril to fix it, and Mithril's why they we're making the Rings of Power, and like Mithril has nothing to do with the Rings of Power. Galadriel's ring is the only one that's supposed to be made of Mithril, <laughs> at least for the Elven rings. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> they didn't do that. They didn't follow the lore for except the ring except at all. except except they kind of did because there is one myth. It's like the gold and mithril separated, but like they're trying to like imply that it's the mithril that makes the rings power. Rings? They're, they're implying that like, mithril like, has some sort of ma- it has like magic abilities, and they're trying to figure out what those magic abilities are. That's that's kind of like the vibe I was getting. But it it, it doesn't make sense. Like Sauron's like Sauron is is one of the the the. Uh, <laughs> The god he he's a he's the same kind of creature as a Balrog and and Gandalf. They're they're the same type of creature in the the deity realm. They're like angels, basically. Maya. Ma, yeah, they're they're all all three of them are Maya. Um, yep. Gandalf, Sauron, and Balrogs. They're all the same celestial creature. But when they come, they're to on the Earth, same. Yeah. They're they're on the same plane when they're in like spirit form but on the planet they're different because they were made differently like the when he was made into a wizard wizards were made to take on like bodies like men be frail like men need food and water and stuff like men but they were wise and they had some kind of elemental power balrogs were corrupted twisted myar by uh morgoth from you know the first age, they're just remnants of the first age. All the stuff Morgoth did. Sauron was a Maiar who was a servant of Morgoth in the first age. You know it, all, all this, all this lore stuff, and they kind of gloss over it in the first episode. It's <laughs> never fast. really explained in, in anything, really, unless you really read the fast. books. It's not explained anywhere. You need to you yeah. need to read the books or watch long YouTube videos. To understand that, because it's never told anywhere unless you read I, it. I watched a lot of YouTube because I, I really wanted to understand. Like, I knew I didn't like the show, and I wanted to understand why I didn't like the show. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I didn't like it, but I needed to understand why. I, I needed to understand more of why I didn't like it. So, like, <laughs> Sauron's thing is ring making like he's got his own special magic and knowledge of like making special rings and it has nothing to do with them being mithril (laughs) no yeah you're right and 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 it's just so insulting how like bad and dumb the writers are and lots of things but we'll talk about the ring one first since i'm talking about the rings right now so (laughs) 
Anatar is supposed to be Sauron in the Second Age. He's supposed to be this beautiful elf-like being, and he goes to the elves and teaches them the secrets of ring making. And he call you know he, it's like and and rings of power specifically. They create the human rings and the elven and and the dwarven rings. And then when Anatar leaves, elves make the rings for themselves. Like their rings are made before the One Ring, but they're kind of after Anatar leaves. And Celebrimbor is just kind of like experimenting, trying to figure stuff out with them. Yep. Um, like the ring should have nothing to do with Mithril except for Galadriel's ring. It's just so it's so annoying that oh, Mithril's just, making a comeback, man. Myth- gonna, that, like, that, that like, stuff's going to be around for the whole show. Mithril's, the whole every episode, every season, you're going to see some Mithril stuff because they're going to keep going back because they're going to need more. They're going to need more and more. I bet you. I bet you anything that they're going to. They're going to keep bringing this Mithril thing up. Well, I mean, like, it's just like Mithril's fine. It should be part of the lore. Like, it should be there. But, like, they also woke up Durin's Bane really early, I guess. Because, I mean, there's a lot of Mithril things in the world by the time the Third Age comes around. But there's not much new production because Durin's Bane has taken over, you know, Moria. But, like, it's like they woke him up in the season where they discovered Mithril. I'm like, what are you doing? Come on. Come on! It's not this good. Like, not uh, good. It's just like there's nothing. There's nothing right about this show. But also, so in in the forging of the rings, Halbrand, he's not an elf anymore. He's not. He's like he's not the he's not disguised as an elf anatari. He's disguised as a human who had a mortal wound from some stupid battle that never happened <laughs> in the lore. And. <laughs> He goes to Calabrimbor and he's like, Calabrimbor is all like sad that he can't figure out how to how to make more of the mithril or like you know get anything out of the mithril, and he's like, have you tried alloying the metal together? And I'm like, <laughs> that, was, that was just a great idea. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, you're a human. A high level blacksmith's idea. <laughs> you're a human. You've been to you've you, like, to Calabrimbor. You've been alive longer than like his baby children who are alive probably two hundred years. And he's the elven blacksmith. He is the guy. And this human's like, alloy the metal together. Let's call it a gift as a nod to Anatar, the giver of gifts. And I'm like, really? That's all. That's his only contribution to making the rings and like imbuing ring, ring lore and ring power to them. The stuff that he knows specifically is, yeah, just alloy. You're saying an elfin smith who's been alive for thousands of years doesn't know what alloying metals are? No. He didn't know. Oh. He wasn't he was unsure. And then the next most insulting thing they did was Gladriel, Elindiel, and all the humans at the settlement just, you know, get a face full of volcanic ash that's thousands of degrees hot and yeah, they're fine. Except one of them. One of them doesn't make it out too good. Uh Muriel. She goes blind? No, no, she goes blind, not from the volcano, but from some random sparks from the house after, Wait, really? after the volcano. Oh, I thought for sure, like, she was, was the one not, that got affected. I thought that's how they were saying that the smoke had, like, actually was powerful. It was not from the volcano. It was from burning embers of the house that was burning afterwards. Oh when God, she was dude, helping, when she was helping, look, can you knock this show down to below five, please? Like, if I go decent- below five, we won't, I won't watch season two. <laughs> I can't anything for my rating. If I give anything that's five point nine or lower, I won't watch season two, and I, I still want to watch season two. I mean, I will watch season two, and I will talk about it. But I'm, it's probably gonna, it's got to improve significantly. Um, 
What's improved significantly? Is it you want you want it to go up a hundred percent from where you're at now, so you get a four? I mean that that would be significant. Yes, <laughs> you need a two hundred percent increase. <laughs> four hundred to make it really good. Okay, and then Galadriel. Galadriel's this warrior lady. She kills an ice troll single handedly in like three swipes. When like well, it, she was it, definitely. It just, oh wait, hold on. Before we go, like. I, I wanted to do, like, favorite character and least favorite character. It, are we just, like, of consensus that um, Galadriel is, like, the worst character? Galadriel is absolutely the worst. She's the main okay. character of the show, and she is the she's, worst yeah, character. She's, she's definitely the worst part of the show. In the show. She is inconsistent and evil. She is an elf, and she's supposed to be good. And she's, like, her power is, like, this really... She's, like, selfish. She's, like, only... Everything she's doing is just for herself. She's, like, a four-year-old child. She's supposed to be thousands of years old. She is an awful... I mean, not supposed to. She is. She is thousands of years old at this point. She acts like she's, like, four. And and it's super, like, a bratty child the entire time. She's a really powerful (laughs) four-year-old. And then she, like, tells people, like, she's like, oh, I'm going to murder you. I'm going to make you, she tells Adar, I'm going to murder you. I'm going to murder all your children in front of you. Like, she wants to commit genocide in front of this guy. And then, like, an episode later, she's talking to the child. She's like, you shouldn't think about wanting to kill orcs because that'll darken your soul. And I'm like, you, you, five minutes ago, you talked about genociding everything this guy like likes in front of his eyes and you're like no killing orcs is bad <laughs> wanting, wanting to kill orcs is bad I'm like really like the writing is so inconsistent it's so bad it's so dumb and 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 and, and like even if this was if, like, divorcing it from the lore I, I i still can't give this show above a four like you know, I brought it down even more pegs once I learned the lore. I can't give because the show is just so badly written. It's just so inconsistent. It's so bad. I've been dominating this conversation. What do you have to say about some of this stuff, Brian? David, do you have a favorite character? Um, Durin and his wife. They're the only. Okay. Char- they're the uh, Durin, only. Durin, okay, so we at least we agree on that. Galadriel is the worst, and Durin is the best. <laughs> Durin and his wife are the only characters that feel like people that are relatable well, and, and talk dwar- about their problems. Come on, man. They're not people. They're dwarves. They're dwar- I know. I, but yeah, but like they, they feel like relatable people. They're the only kind of well-written characters. You know, they're, they're, they're written, you know, they're, their, their relationship feels more real than any relationship in the show. The Elrond Durin relationship it feels weird and awkward. Like I, I hate Elrond in this show. I hate Galadriel. I, it's the guy who plays Elendil is like one of the best actors in the show, and then like they kind of ruin him by like making him go cry in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Like so, like, I, for for me, I, a lot of pretty much everything you're saying, I'm like I'm bored with. I agree. I agree with you. I know the lore. I, I, I don't like the show. The show's not good. But the thing is with the rating, like we got, I'm, I'm just kind of like for this episode, I'm trying to just removing the, the ratings because I know that obviously neither one of us really liked the show too much. But for me, it was just, it's, I'm telling you, man, it's just because it was something to watch when I was like stressed out or going to Comic Con. You get that hype. That's the only reason. And if I give it below, anything below a five nine. That's that's terrible, and I'm not. I won't watch it. But I want to watch season two, so I can't give it. I can't give it below a six. That's my own personal rules here, gotcha, man. Gotcha. I mean, like, I just, I, I, 
I can't give. Is this- there, if you gave it, if you gave it like, what is there a rating where you're like, I'm not watching season two? Because uh, like, if we watch something that's so bad, and you're like, I don't want any, like, we can't talk about this anymore. This is just awful. Like, is it like, is or is it doesn't matter? Because uh, for me, the rate, I want the rating to mean something for me. Because like, if I give something like a one, that means like, this is this is this is abysmal. This is I can't talk. I can't I don't even want to talk about this. Well, I mean, I the the reason I'm giving it such a low score, of one or zero. I mean, like the, the rating scale has to mean something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I give lots of stuff sixes and sevens because like it's watchable. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. It's got problems. And I'll talk about it. This show is nothing but problems. I have to, I have to rate it based on that. Like, there's Accordingly. nothing redeemable about this show. It's got good special effects, and I've seen House of the Dragon. I like House of the Dragon a lot better. And yes, well, House the, of the Dragon is the written special, uh, from what I hear. It's written a lot better. Yes, but the special. Then jo- Jojo R. R. Martin had a heavy hand in writing, right? I, I haven't watched so. it yet. Yes, I, I, he's he's okay. he, he at least helped. Um, he does know how to write. He, so, he, that's one thing we can give to him. But I'm, I'm but from a special effects standpoint, Rings of Power does stand above House of the Dragon because the CGI that they used in the first two episodes was like movie quality like house of the dragon is really good special effects but it's definitely tv quality special effects and you can you can see a difference that's like tv like what do you mean tv is it any worse or better than game of thrones it's better than game of it's like in between it's like between game of thrones there's like there's some scenes where it's like it's not like it's this it's not like house of the dragon is a cheap show to make it's also extremely expensive oh yeah yeah, i'm not saying but i'm just saying that i'm I'm just saying there is a qualitative difference between the CGI and Rings of Power, and 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 we know they spend a billion dollars on Rings of Power. Like that's, that's insane. That's, a billion dollars is just that's because think I, I don't know how much House of the Dragon, but I know how much Game of Thrones costs, and it was a couple million an episode per episode. It cost a couple million. I'm gonna assume that House of the Dragon also probably cost a couple million per episode. There's eight or ten episodes of House of the Dragon. Ten, I think ten. ten? Okay, so this ten episodes figure uh, we'll we'll highball it and we'll say it costs one hundred and fifty million dollars to make the show. That's like that's almost that's like fifteen percent of how much it costs to make Rings of Power. <laughs> it costs over a billion dollars to make this show. That's crazy, man. Oh man, they still couldn't do it. Those writers couldn't do it, man. And, and you know, there's been- who's in control of the writers? Get these, get, fire them. Get these, get new writers out here because they're not good at writing, man. <laughs> they're not. And like you know, I, I don't. I've seen YouTube videos and like people talking about the Vanity Fair articles or JD Pan and Vance or whatever the two showrunners for Wheel of Time. I mean, not Wheel of Time. Uh, Rings of Power are they? They called like fans objectively evil for criticizing the show. And like the show is bad because the uh lore is inaccurate and very bad um people are calling you know people racist because they don't like the the you know the diverse people in the show and i'm like well i don't think they like the the writers like the diverse people in the show because there's a black elf and a black dwarf like it's like they're literally the tokenest of character. Like they're just like, here, here's a black dwarf, and here's a black elf. I mean, like, sure, they're like the main one, but there's like none in the background. None of the other elves are, are black, or none of the other dwarf. Like, why? Like, are you just throwing one in for like, yeah? Like just throwing to, one in. They're just to meet the diversity quota. Oh, one well, is well, enough. I mean, to it. Let's let's be fair here. It, even if um, 
if all the other lore was correct and all they did was add in a black elf, I'm like a black elf is not bothering me. Well, I, I don't care it, if it that breaks the lore. It doesn't bother me. It's just I just think that it's disrespectful as the they're like oh we're like, oh we got all this diversity in the show, but there's one elf that's black and one dwarf that's black. None of the other side characters in the background or anything are draw white. Yeah, like, I, I if I like, was making the show, I would I would have more diversity for sure because you know when Tolkien wrote this, he's probably a little bit racist, so everything is kind of white. Well, but he, there, it's, there it's is, not it's not that he's racist; it's that he's he's representing it's it's a well, there, I mean, northern be, there, European. Okay, come on, come on, David. There are no black people. There really are no black people, or any other than white people, pretty much in in Middle Earth when there was written. If I was making this show nowadays, diversity does need to be taken into account. I'm not going to get rid of other races just because it wasn't in the show. That to me, that lore doesn't matter. I I think I think it's fair. I don't want to like leave other people feeling out when I when they had the um the Little Mermaid trailer come out and it was revealed that ariel was going to be black i saw like a clip of like black kids watching this and they're like crying they're like four years old and they're like crying because they're happy because they can see ariel oh my god she's she's black like me so i know it's important to people of other races you and me don't really have that problem because we're white everybody's white so it's i think it's fine to have other characters that are black just add i would prefer if they added more well, I, uh, that's, in the background. that's the thing. Like, I mean, they just yeah. they just claim this champion of diversity, but like, where's the other? Yeah, ones? They, yeah, they just where's added. The they ones? added like one one of each, one of each, yeah, <laughs> one one race of each each kind. And you know, like it's 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 I don't know. It's just it's just just strange. Like, I don't know. Um, I, I don't I don't know man. It's just it's just they, they they always hype up the diversity and it's like there's one of each. Like wow, there's not really there's not really diversity so in here. So diverse. There's not, there's not really diversity in here. There there's a little bit, but it's not too much. They have they they offer the uh, little people with uh, the, the little foots. They hard have foots. Uh, yeah the hard foots. They have those, so they have their representation, and then they have. Oh, oh black yeah, people. they totally represent that because they killed the one black guy of the Harfoots. They did kill the one black guy. It's like each, each set of uh, races in it's Middle Earth a... has one black person. <laughs> and <laughs> there's like one black human, there's like one black elf, there's one black uh, Hartfoot. There's... <laughs> there's <laughs> we one... need to add one black person for that. <laughs> there's one of each. And like, and then and then like they did like the stereotypical, the black guy dies first and the black guy dies in the, uh, the Harfoots. He, yeah, he's the only hard. You, how, what's your thoughts on that? We haven't talked about the hardfoots at all. Do you like them at all? I don't like them. I think they're. I think they're stupid. I hate them. They are evil little bastards. I don't. Yeah, know, I don't like them. I don't how, like them either. How does their culture exist? They purposely it shouldn't. They purposely leave people behind. They should. They yeah, should. Be, that, that that bothered <laughs> me so much. It's like there's there's like forty of you, and you're just gonna leave people. But that, that's like that's like fifteen percent of like your your population. You can't just get rid of fifteen percent of your people. <laughs> There's only like twenty of you left now. They are evil little bastards. Like they, if they yeah, like, like no, they're gonna have no genetic diversity. They're gonna die off and be all inbred, and like all their kids are gonna be stillborn because there's only a couple of them left. Because they were even threatening to take people's wheels. Like yeah, maybe they turn into goblins. They're, they're, they are just evil people they're and gonna, like, they're gonna turn into goblins man and also in tolkien's lore the harfoots are the least likely of the hobbit races to want to migrate 
Oh, that's like their whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I I know, but the Lord, like they can't even like pick the the right name of the the Hobbit offshoot race that likes to travel. Like the Harfoots are the ones that would least likely to travel in Tolkien's lore, from the stuff I've been researching. Like absolutely nothing <laughs> in this show is correct from a no, lore, it, from a, it, a lore it standpoint. And then, so, what like, do you think about Adar then? Um, Adar was was fine. Okay. I mean, like, he he was mostly boring and, like, super Most, white. Mostly boring, Mostly agreed. boring, super white. And, like, the only – and like, another reason why I'm upset there's only, like, one black elf is, like, they had him get enslaved to the super white orcs and, and Adar. It's, like, you're really doing, like, a Civil War slavery, like, thing in this show. Like, Tolkien – has gone on record many times and says he hates allegory. And you're sitting there doing like a allegory. black man being <laughs> enslaved to white orcs allegory of like the, the American Civil War or whatever. It's like, really? Like, you're not even being subtle about it. Like, the only reason you made that one elf black <laughs> was so you could do a, a racism allegory. You think when they're writing this show... So they they get hired on. They're doing the writers. Oh, big deal! We get it's a huge deal. We get on Rings of Power. It's going to be huge. So the writers are excited, and then the head writer, who's ever in charge of the writers, comes in and he has like a sheet of paper and has like all the like things that are required. And it's all like we need to point to American history. We need to get more diversity. Like that would just oh my gosh! I would love to see that sheet. It definitely exists because this doesn't happen on accident. You don't <laughs> but you don't all- refer to yeah, American history on accident. There's something's going on here because it's very clearly getting enslaved by you know white orcs, but very very. Uh, white there's orcs. there's got to be a sheet that exists. It's like okay, we need like a black person here. We need we need this this cultural. It, it was probably shift a white. Here. It was probably a whiteboard, so they could erase it. Maybe I would like to see that sheet. Though. Um, Can you imagine if that leaked? That'd be something. <laughs> Anybody, anybody who's out there and listening that has worked as writer for uh, Rings of Power, send us this sheet. I know it exists. No. It's an email. You have a picture of it. It's somewhere. Give it to me. <laughs> I won't leak it. I just want to read it. <laughs> well, the writers have stopped listening because we. I've said nothing but terrible things about this show <laughs> and the writing. I, just, I mean, quality. do you think? I don't know. I don't know who the writers are, but like, do, do you think the writers are proud that they made this? I don't the, think they're proud. The show, I think they were they're just being told what the showrunners are are they keep doubling down on how the show is a masterpiece. Well, the the showrunners are starting to like every showrunner starting to suck. They all the, all the showrunners are is like there's there's a lot of showrunners that are just like we do our own thing. Well, we don't ab- abide by anybody. Game of Thrones and, had and, this happen with. Yeah, it happened with Game of Thrones also. And like, you know, Amazon wanted their Game of Thrones and they got it. They got season eight of Game of Thrones with the season one of Rings of Power. They went straight to season eight and that awful, awful quality. Um, like JD Vance and, and Payne, like they are just asinine. They're, they, they, I've seen, I've heard interviews where they, where they asked them about like the show and they were like, oh, we always went back to the book, back to the book, back to the book. Like, did you go back to the book? To specifically not do what the book says, it says this in the book. So we're going to do the opposite of what's in the, like. Is that? That seems like what they did. It, it feels most, like, most of the time they were just it taking. Like it. It's either they just didn't know the lore at all, and they were just making stuff up. Obviously, with the mithril, like that's where I that's where I'm getting that from. But for the uh, rest of the show, it seems like anybody who read anything of these books or whatever kind of read them, and they were like, okay, opposite time, let's do a Ryan Johnson. And then just 
make everything the opposite of what anybody says their expectations yeah yes i think i read somewhere that they did do that that's why they didn't put that's why why they didn't put anatar in the show that's why they made help hellbrand so that people wouldn't know that he was sauron wow what a stupid like they might as well have just put him in because this show is supposed to be multiple seasons and it, why they like blew their load on telling us that he's Sauron in the first season? That was, oh man, that was stupid. Well, if they weren't gonna hide it for more than a season, they should have just they should have just used him. One of Sauron's powers is shape shifting, and like he's supposed to be a pretty boy during this age, and he loses his ability to shape shift after Numenor gets destroyed yep. because it wrecked his body and he, he i think he'd already spent a lot of power making the one ring at this point so uh that messed things up with with him and because he spent so much of his essence is in the one ring he can't make himself look pretty so then he's like just looks evil from like pretty yeah. much destruction of numenor on so i mean also like how brand was the only like pretty boy that didn't have a set you know name like you know that recognizable name so that also like pointed to him being sauron like of course he's sauron he's got to be yeah, a pretty it was, boy it like, was pretty clear right was, away i mean like i mean people were like oh maybe the stranger sauron i'm like there's no way the the stranger sauron that's still, i there's still no- that's the dumbest thing that for me that really bothered me that was the dumbest thing in entire in the entire show i didn't believe it for a second i thought it was a waste of 25 minutes absolute waste of time most if i can rate if i can rate that that uh stretch that like little stretch there i'm giving it a one i hate it (laughs) it was so stupid they're not they're not like the elves those whoever those elves were that aren't in any lore except rings of the power of rings of power came in and they're like oh you're sauron how'd they make that mistake who are they where'd they come from i think they're humans from the west and they were the stupid they were they were the whitest people in the show because the thing is that that white hair everything's white they didn't explain anything they didn't even really talk two of them three of them didn't even they didn't even look the same one of them kind of looked like this one of them was like extremely powerful like the the powers that that one that you know who i'm talking about that i don't know the name feminine powerful one (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, that one. How? Do, where did she get these powers from? These, these are not weak powers. The Middle Earth magic is like, like where that person would rank is like S tier. That is extre- She's extremely powerful. This is like most of it is kind of like a, a a softer magic system where not everybody's running around with these magic abilities. Yeah. Where'd she get them from? Oh my god! Yeah, Lord Lord of the Rings is a a relatively low magic tier system. Like I don't, I don't call it high fantasy unless it's got a ton of magic. And we like like Rings of Power has like five five wizards. Yeah, and they're and they're all they're all pretty powerful, and she's like up there with the wizards. Her abilities. Who is she? What's and, good? She's and, not explained at all. Well, I think they're supposed to be from the West, and those are supposed to be the dark skinned people, like because they were yeah, dark. But how did they make this mistake? How do you make a mistake that bad? Like it to us, the audience, it was clear who Sauron was. How did the people in the sh- in the, that actually live on the planet? mess up so bad when the viewer knew oh my god the viewers knew if you were just into lord of the rings i hated it like the, the, <laughs> the thing is galadriel like she's not supposed to be this warrior like she's supposed to be powerful without ever having to pick up a sword she's got an extreme gift of foresight and and reading people and 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 just innate knowledge of things like when anatar comes in the in the lore when anatar comes to the elves she's like one of the only ones that doesn't believe them because she can kind of see through his his being because she's got this gift of insight 
And in the show, like, she falls from hook, line, and sinker. There was a couple points in the show where it looked like they were going to kiss. It's just like, why? Why, why are yeah, you doing this? Why are you ruining the character of Galadriel? You're making her so dumb when she's supposed to be one of the wisest of the elves and so smart. And then they make Gil-Galad, the, the king of the elves, they make him out like he's a bad guy. by They're going to send her to the Valinor to shut her up. Like yeah, he, they didn't. They did make him the bad guy. They play it's, him not, like, it's not like kinda. They did make him a bad guy. They made him a bad guy in the show. This is the guy who is standing next to a Lindy and dies next to a Lindy fighting Sauron, Gilgalad. He is a good elf, and in the show they make him like he's a bad guy. He is a good guy. He dies to Sauron right next to Lindiel. Like yes. What are you doing? And then, like, like there's this really brutal scene in the lore where Calabrimbor. So basically, the in 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 the lore, the elven rings are made the, the and, and, and are made last. You got the human rings and the elvish rings, and Calabrimbor gets he he hides the ring, he hides the elven rings, and Sauron mm-hmm. tortures him to death. He dies. And doesn't give up the location of the Elven Rings, and he's able to, and Sauron is able to track down the human and the Dwarven Rings. And because he doesn't give up the rings, Sauron has, like, the orcs fill his body with arrows, and they hoist his body up on, like, a banner, and they carry his banner into his dead body into battles. Like, his death and and his corpse is treated brutally by the orcs and this is something i don't even think they're gonna even try to do in the show like but it's they're just not, no they're not that's gonna just, do that that's just so demoralizing and so like awesome badass like it's just like it's awful but it's like also kind of like oh man that's that's crazy that the orcs did that like tolkien wrote this like you know people think of like you know lord of the rings is like more pg and stuff and like tolkien wrote some like no there's not, there's definitely darker parts they're just not they're just the only really tolkien is to the normal audience or no, like the normal world or the rest of the world is it, he made he has he made lord of the rings i bet most people don't even know that lord of the rings is actually just one book it was just published three. in three different yeah. i bet that's not even common knowledge i don't know if it is or not but i feel like that's probably not even common knowledge because most people don't read this stuff but all the all the three lord of the rings books are broken up into book one book two yeah 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 i, I mean there's there's the, the lore is deeper than what most people would think. How about that? The lore is super deep. And the thing is, the lore, the sh- like, it's not Middle Earth, and it's not Tolkien without the lore. And they eviscerated every single bit of the lore and just made everything up. And the thing is, they could have told an amazing story using the lore Using the framework Tolkien set, you didn't have to have a Lindiel, and you didn't have to have a Sildor in the first season. You could have had the season one and two about the elves and Anatar. They get deceived. We get the, the, the Calabrimbor getting killed. We get battles of the orcs and the elves with Calabrimbor's body on the hoist and carried in the battle, demoralizing to the elves. You've got all this stuff. And then as we get closer to you know the end of the Second Age, then we introduce the Sildor and 
Maybe I mean maybe we go to Numenor sometimes to show them slowly falling from grace because they were friends of the elves and then they got more and more into Morgoth worship and then they try to go to Valinor and demand immortality from the gods and then and then Iluvatar like the god god of Middle Earth just like nah 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 you can't do this I'm gonna he just Middle Earth is flat he makes it into a sphere and destroys Numenor like. Like it's such a cool thing, and like they're doing it. Happening. They're doing it all wrong. I mean, yeah. Numenor is gonna die, but it, it's probably not gonna be nearly as epic as like the way it's written. And there's there's a framework in Tolkien's lore for you to do things, and there's so much stuff for you to like make up, and you can write dialogue because it's not like it's not like there's like back and forth dialogues written in Tolkien's work. It's like an outline of what's going on, and then they and then they you know. Celeborn, Galadriel's husband, they they make like he's dead, and I'm like, well, well, that's weird because Celeborn and Galadriel's daughter marries Elrond, and she's the mother of Arwen. <laughs> can we can we get like anything right in the show? Like they can't have her tied down to a man. Like does she already have the child? Like. <laughs> And oh, man, and, Ke- and Celeborn is there in the Third Age with Galadriel. He's like the guy standing next to her that doesn't say anything in the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. He's just, he's there, but like Celeborn, like her husband, the daughter, yeah, the grand the-, the grandfather of Arwen. <laughs> There's so much lore breaking, and it sucks. I mean, they're always no matter what you do. There's always going. Whatever, if you're adaptation something from a book to a movie, there's always going to be a, some stuff that you're not going to be able to bring over. That's fine. Some get stuff that. is fine. But like they, they didn't like no matter no matter what movie it is, and if if it came from a book, there has to be some lore breaking stuff because books are just too. There's too much in books to show in a movie. You can't show everything. So a little bit of stuff they have to fast track and stuff. But for Rings of Power, they either just chose to disrespect it or just didn't know it. Both apparently, because they they claim probably, they, probably, they, some, for some people probably both for they, some people one. They claim people, to yeah. have read the books because there's I don't there's, believe them. There's audio. I, there's, no, there's no way they read the books. <laughs> there's audio that says we went back to the books, back to the books for all this stuff. Who, all the who's going back to the books? Who, what are these names? The showrunners. I want to reach out. JD Pan, uh, JD. They said Pan, this. Can yeah. I read? How big? How big are they? Can I like email them? <laughs> I mean, do they have a business email? I just want to ask questions, man. I just want to know like what happened here. Ask, you... ask Elon Musk if you've got permission to tweet them. <laughs> Twi- oh, are they on Twitter? Maybe. I don't know. I don't have a Twitter, a lot, man. A lot, of, a lot of people left Twitter after Elon Musk got it. I don't have Who one knows? of those. I need like a, I need more traditional, more professional way to reach out. <laughs> I need a private conversation. Can I pay? I will pay one dollar, please. Five minute conversation. I have a couple questions. One, one Indian rupee. <laughs> one Indian rupee, please. <laughs> That's an inside joke. But uh, yeah, um, I think I w- let's end with uh, on a positive note here. This is something we can both speak positively. Uh, hopes for season two. What are your hopes? What is something? Keep in mind, obviously, they're probably still going to continue to not follow the lore very much. And I would, I think, at this rate right now, after season two, I'll probably dip below that five point nine, and I probably will stop after season three, most likely. That's where I think I'm going. But um, I, if for the characters that we have, I hope Hellbrand continues to kind of get a little bit 
you know, he starts doing some Sauron stuff that's more closer to the books. Well, uh, he's not because the writers have already yeah, said. Yeah, I know, but like, the, let the, him the, the do writers, a little bit cooler stuff. The showrunners have, all, have said they want him to be like Walter White. Oh, come on, man. Two. Really? What? <laughs> they Dude, want him. They what want the heck? Him. All right, how do we improve this show? We need to end on a positive note here, man. We can't just say everything's negative. I, I just said I'm probably not watching it after season three that's, or season two. So we got to like, we got to come back here. We got to like, what's some, what's some changes we can make besides just follow the Lord and screw everything? We have what we have. There's some stuff that are just, they can't just completely 180 on some I, stuff I, here. I, I don't even Fix know. Galadriel. Make Galadriel, like, fix her to more like her character. They can kind of weave her back a little bit. Rain, rain her in. Rain her in. Make her a little bit more like she is in the books. Because she, she is a cool character. But she's this, a great character. This, uh, but she's This awful. show makes her seem like she's, I don't know, like like you said, like a four-year-old running around that's in an adult body. Just, like, running around trying to, like, where's Sauron? I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Then she has a chance and doesn't do it. Well, she kind of gets manipulated a little bit, but like, but, she she, but like I said in the lore, she's the one who sees through his shit, and and in the in the show, she just falls for it every single time. Well, it's like in this. Obviously, this is just a show. This would just end the show. But her only goal is to kill Sauron. And if she would have just took out her sword and just went boom, instead of like stopping at his neck and like tell me who you just do it, you know who she, you know who he was, <laughs> you had the family tree. I mean, they've changed everything about the lore already. Why not have her kill Sauron? I mean, like at this point, does it? Does okay, it, okay, at this okay. Point, does we it, can't go that far. At, at this point, <laughs> who's the bad guy? That the Adar? We're gonna make that Adar the yeah, main Adar, bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll. He actually wasn't like I didn't hate him, but Adar the, was fine. The, the thing is, if she kills Sauron, it doesn't matter. He won't die. He is like we said. Like I got yeah, he would just he, come back. He's a Maiar. He's yeah, he, he would like just come back. actually they should actually they should have done that. Step Even, back. Since he can't, since he can come back, and it doesn't really matter if he dies, I would have had Gladriel just kill her. Just kill him at the end of episode eight. Leave everybody on a cliffhanger. Don't tell. Don't tell anybody who he is. Even though we knew who he is, is Sauron. Don't let the show establish that he is Sauron. And then just have Gladriel kill her, kill him, and then season two or whatever hint that he's like he's 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 coming back. We're hearing whispers. He's, he might be coming back. And then we see him in like season three for the first time, and he's like dope. And the thing is, the thing is, even at the end of Lord of the Ring, like I, this is how deep I've been. I, I've gone even and researched like original yeah, Lord you, of the Rings. You, lore. You've went, re- you've went really deep. I didn't know like some of the lore stuff you're talking. I do know the lore, and some of the lore stuff you're going deeper than what I know. <laughs> so, so even at the end of Return of the King, when Sauron dies, like they destroy the ring, Sauron's still not really dead. Yeah, no, he's not. He's 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 a spirit, and he's so weak now he can't really coalesce. But he kind of like he could. Probably, he still exists. He still, pro- it would take a lot for him to come back, but he doesn't. He's at a point where he's probably never going to come back for you know a billion about, years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, but like he could put his he's still around. He could put his spirit around someone, and probably corrupt them, and try to manipulate them for, in like in spirit form. But he like physically. Yeah, I mean, this is not like this like, is not like a day one check one day one. We're no, gonna no, like Sauron's coming back. This it takes thousands of years. His spirit is spread out like ashes in the wind, basically the way they describe it in the book. His, yeah. his, his spirit exists. He is alive. He's just vapor, but he's still there. Like he's, he's there enough that he could come back someday. Would because, you trust anybody to continue writing into that? No. Considering they couldn't get, considering no, no, they, no, like a, like an actual, like not not like a showrunner or, or a writer for a show, like an author, 
Like, you think there's any author out there that would be willing to take that on? That'd be really scary, man. That'd be. I wouldn't want to do that. That'd be scary to write into. Mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if Robert Jordan was still alive, I, I would trust him to do it. But um, well, he's he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> I I don't I don't know if I trust that. That kind of fantasy writing doesn't exist anymore. We're in like a different age for fantasy books nowadays. It's a different time. These kind of this, these shows. He's Tolkien's is talked about so much uh, as being like the greatest fantasy writer because the books he wrote back then still translate to today. A lot of older fantasy stuff, even if they're good, are like very different from the fantasy like is nowadays. But Tolkien has somehow been able to appease the old fantasy that is not super old, but like from like 80s and 70s and all that into today. Tolkien's work That's why is, people like him. Tolkien's work is timeless. It, yeah. It, it works. Masterpiece. It still works. It is a masterpiece. And it is a shame that they couldn't even conjure the tiniest fraction of that masterpiece with Rings of Power. It is sad yeah. and devastating to me as a Tolkien fan as a fantasy fan as just a, a general geek like that even we're both very passionate even, about uh, even if Lord we, of the Rings like, like even if they just were going to make our own show set in Lord of the Rings we're going to ignore the lore and they just said that up front and they were just going to make our own show even if they said that and they didn't because they, they claimed it was going to be following lore and, and, it, and it isn't it, but if they would have given us a preamble saying this is not going to follow the lore this is an earth 313 version of middle earth like it's a different MCU different set of it. Yeah. Time, baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah if it was a different thing like if they would have said that and they would have told us that and prepared us for that this show still fails it was not entertaining it was dreadfully boring and even like like the volcano stuff, just the them getting swallowed up by a volcano like that. It's just like no one's gonna survive that. I don't care what this fantasy world is. Yeah, they're all they're all gonna like, die. That is, and then Galadriel especially. She was in armor. I would have cooked her like a like, even if the volcanic blast didn't kill her, the temperature would have he- heated up her armor. Yeah, but she's and, like and, magic. So like let it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> elves, like she's magic and stuff. Elves can still die from a sword wound and and like no. Remember at the like, at the start of the show they said we didn't even have a word for death. <laughs> because the elves hadn't died yet, they had. Oh, yeah, I know, so until, she can't die. She's 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 a god. <laughs> until the war with Morgoth, they didn't have a word for death. Yeah, same thing, man. They can. She's taking some heat. Do you know why rocks float and ships sink? It's because the writing <laughs> in the show is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, David, we still need. How do we improve into season two? We need to end on a positive note for you, man. Uh, we need okay. to bring you out of here. Okay. Hey, season two. Season two. Let me hear it. The opening last okay. season was a really sick joke. Here's the real season one. Here's the real season one. And then they 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 do it. They do it. They start over. They do it right. <laughs> All right. That's, well, that's not going to happen. That's so. how you, uh, I, I don't know how else they could fix it because the show is so irreparably broken at this point. There's no lore nuggets for them. Well, we have to, to build off what we already ha- what we have in the show now. Everything is broken. I don't know how you could like make we it. We gotta better. make new lore. <laughs> gotta be brand new. It's a different. Just, it's like what we said last night, where we got this MCU thing. That this has got to be a different universe now. We gotta like change it up a little bit. Things happen a little bit different here. Well, I mean, you gotta make Galadriel 
not insufferable. You got to make her not insufferable. Uh, For sure. You got to make Elrond not insufferable. You have to make. Um, he wasn't as bad as Galadriel, though. He wasn't right? as bad, but okay. he, he, well, I just I, sure. I did not like him, though. I just something about I didn't like his delivery. I don't know what it was. I did I did not like him. Um, make Gil Galad not a bad guy. Bring back Celeborn. Let's get to Arwen. Let's we gotta we gotta have you know Elrond's wife so that they can have Arwen. Like this is a thing. <laughs> Where is? Arwen. These are things that have to happen. These are things. She, I mean, they still got they got five, they wrote everything. She might come in some point. I don't know. But are they changing? Like, we we need to like reel things back in. Like it's, reel things in. We need to reel a lot of things in and make it, some slightly all, some slight changes. All the Harfoots need to be ignored. Well, they're not going to do that. They're only going to get bigger. Actually. They might leave him behind, it except could, one of them. It could, ju- it could just be Nori and the Stranger, I guess. Yeah, I think it's just going to be Nori and the Stranger. But I don't care, but I, I really don't care about the Heartfoots. I don't. So, leave I them. can't name any of them. Bes- oh, no, there's another, uh, Poppy, I think, was was like Nori's best friend. I, I guess. That was the one I she said, know. like, goodbye to. And she's like, come back and visit. I think that her name was Poppy. I but maybe. other than that, uh, I don't I have a sheet of characters uh on my I'm, I'm referencing that i need if i need to know the name poppy is not on here i'm just going off memory so i can't confirm that there are a couple characters i do know the name of but some of them i don't <laughs> uh but yeah i think it'll just be nori and, and the stranger going forward because the stranger to me i'm still kind of interested in the stranger story i want to know more about him uh, just so it is. It's, it's it's like obviously because he, he was the only character i liked i mean, here we go again he was the only character i kind of liked in the entire show and then they like do this red herring thing in oh god episode eight man! <laughs> I thought you liked Durin. I like Durin, but like in terms of like story, like I just want to see more of Durin. Just Durin doing Durin things. I want, I want more character development for the stranger. For Durin, just let him keep doing his thing, man. Just let him like I just let him be. Don't he doesn't need a character develop. Just like kind of what just what he was doing. Just keep it going. Keep it going, man. You you're good, Durin. <laughs> well, the, the thing that just kills me is that the 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 even even the blue mages I don't think show up until like the end of the second age. I mean, I guess it is the end no, of the second age. A, yeah, but, but Gandalf doesn't show up until like a thousand years into the third age. Yeah, no, I don't. That's why I don't think the stranger. That's why I was saying I because I don't know when Sauron shows up. He's but cool. I I knew when Gandalf shows up, and it really doesn't match up to what's going on. Even though it's kind of hinted that it could be Gandalf, but oh, I'm it, changing, and I hope it's Sauron. He, he or I not Sauron. Sauron. I mean, it could be Sauron. It makes it would make more sense because I think Sauron does show up before before Gandalf. But yeah, I'm like, not sure. Nothing in the lore is right, so it doesn't matter. It could be anything. It's yeah, it's yeah, probably it could. I, I'm it's I'm leaning more Gan- towards it's Gandalf. But I'm hoping it's going to be Saruman. I mean, it's probably he. He literally quoted the "follow your if you wouldn't doubt follow your nose." The thing he said to you know in Moria to Pippin or whatever. Like, yeah, well, let's literally pulling. Okay, <laughs> literally pulling lines from the original trilogy. Like they're, they're pulling lines from better source material into their <laughs> garbage <laughs> better, fire from a better movie. <laughs> oh man! Well. What, what, what yeah. would make it better for you? So you're asking me how to make the. Like, I don't know. You, you just. I think like, you need to. You need to reel picks. back almost almost all the characters. Definitely Galadriel. Reel back into the kind of like like Clay. Kind kind of like tone down all her personality traits and all, everything she wants and everything. Tone them back a little bit to say like, oh, I'm, I've like grown above. This is for all characters, pretty much. I've grown to like be different or whatever, and then kind of mold them back into a little bit more towards 
what they are in the lore. You're never going to get Galadriel from the lore from this show unless they start it over. It's it's never you're never going to get one to one. So I'd like if they kind of went more into a direction of that for any character that's in the books. Uh, like so that's how that's Galad- how I think he's Galadriel, the only way to do it. Galadriel and Elrond should be switched because Elrond is the warrior. He he goes the war. He fights. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's not a super hard leap to make. I don't think. I think they could make her because uh, they they could make that change if they had to. It might be a bad episode, but like they could. I think they could do it, and then it would help the rest of the show. I don't know, man. This is this is like I said. Like this is probably going to be a after season two. I'm not going to watch anymore. So I I don't know. We'll see. Where I I don't have I don't really have words for what I've said. Most of the things you're saying for the lore and stuff. It's more, I think, just educating anybody who didn't who didn't know them. Yeah, it, for I mean, the show, I mean, it's what, the show's what, not good. I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm trying. I'm trying to. I don't even want to recommend. I, honestly, I don't really want to recommend the show. But like, if, if, if you, you like fantasy, I guess if you haven't, no, 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 no. Watch something. If you have not watched this show, do not watch this show. Do not give Amazon the clicks. That's Amazon, probably, honestly, I, that is, I am yeah. I am deeply scared for any future Amazon TV shows. Wheel of Time was a travesty. This show is even worse. And like I, I loved the Expanse, but they got it from Sci-Fi, and the original authors. Were well, the Sci-Fi it. is not really Amazon's product, or uh, uh, technically, I guess technically legally it is, but like it didn't start with Amazon. It didn't. They start already with, had. But I'm sure a lot of people that were working on the Expanse when it was under Amazon control also worked on it when it was under Sci-Fi. So I'm sure it's the same people just making the show. Just the Amazon. Expanse does that. was really good, and so that that's why I had hope for. You know, Wheel of Time and Rings of Power. I had hope, but after seeing Rings of Power, just make this is like the, one of the longest fantasy book series there are, and you're gonna have a hard time condensing those books into a eight season or seven season show. But then they spend most of the runtime making up stuff that never happened. It's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's what bothered me. Like you're not even telling the story, and then this one, you had room to make stuff up, but you disregarded all the lore too, instead of making it fit the lore. Like it's not that, I mean, it's not that he, he gave you an outline, just fill in the blanks. That's all you had to do with rings of power to make a good show. And yeah. then they've got the rights. They're making a fallout TV show. Fallout's one of my favorite video game franchises. And oh, Amazon, Amazon, <laughs> I I've I am I've got almost no hope for the Fallout show now. Yeah. Like I I'm just assuming the Fallout show is going to be a hot piece of garbage because Amazon <laughs> their track record for TV shows has not been good lately. I mean, yeah. the Fallout I mean, probably won't be very good. We we both loved Invincible. I mean, that was a good Amazon show, but uh, that's one show. That's an original show to them. I mean, it, I want, it's like, based on something. But. Making a difference here because it's like Amazon either like strikes out pretty hard. Or, like, they make something very good. So, what, like, what's their involvement? I would like to know what their involvement was, uh, like, the leaders or whatever of their media, to this show compared to Invincible. Like, did they think Invincible was just, like, eh, that we, we bought that for $5 million and just do whatever you want? Or they in there telling Invincible, like, no, you can't do this, or you can't do this? Or you think they just let them go? I, I don't, I, it's, they probably let them yeah. do, they probably let them do what they want. Because, like, remember, last week was Stuart. Lower Decks is the only really good new Star Trek show. And it's because the people involved who are wanting to make these shows trash aren't as involved because it's animated. 
Like, yeah. Alex Kurtzman feels like he's not, because if he was, the show would be terrible if he was. So let's make more things animated, because it seems like animation right now seems to be where it's at. <laughs> animation is where, like, the creative people get to be creative and, like, tell a good story, and then the yeah. live I just wish it was is... more accepted. I wish more people were, like, it's animated. Man, we, I've no, no, talked about this I, before. Once I, it's animated, people don't want to watch it because uh, that's for kids. It's another animated show. Uh it's like that's where the good stuff is. <laughs> Why not just you know make live action stuff not trash? There's a thought. Because more people are going to watch live action, so oh, you yes. need to appease everybody. But in trying to appease everyone, you appease you appease no one. Because yeah, well, they didn't, they didn't even learn that lesson yet. I, I haven't seen like good reviews for this <laughs> for this show. Yeah, I haven't looked at anything. <laughs> I I think the best reviews you're going to find here are going to say eh, it was okay. Amazon? I think that's like I think that's the best reviews you're gonna find from anybody. Is hey, it was okay. <laughs> Amazon like actively deleted negative reviews. They they postponed people make it, being able to make any kind of reviews for the show. Like it is bizarre. Well, I think it. I I don't want to delete reviews, but I do think a lot of reviews at the start were not maybe not a lot. I don't know a percentage. I don't have a percentage, but I do think just because this wasn't you know Lord of the Rings from 2001, people are just gonna say it's bad. And didn't even give the show a shot. Because I remember, though I, I only got, this is my only frame of reference from this, is before, uh, like, season, or that first episode was out. It wasn't even out long enough to finish it, and somebody gave it a one star. Like, okay, like, that guy's like, you gotta kind of discredit some of them. Because there are some people that were just yeah. like, I didn't watch the episode yet, it's bad. The, re- the, the whole season's bad. Yeah. I mean, so that, I'm sure that does happen. It, it does. It happens all the time. But were they wrong? <laughs> Oh no! But like that, obviously, that's not fair. That's it's, I don't want anything. Re- I'm not, not going to base my like, reviews off that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to watch something or play a game before. Like, I, I yeah, I, 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 I want to make I'm my own review. It. I don't want to just. I'm I'm, I'm never going to watch five seconds of a movie, get up, walk away, and say one star. I want to watch yeah. it and form my own opinion for it. I'm never going to be that guy Absolutely. that's just going to. Oh, this isn't made by Peter Jackson. Bad. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. The the thing is. The show is so bad; it's making the Hobbit trilogy look way more watchable. <laughs> well, the Hobbit trilogy was also not really that great. It wasn't. It, it, it I was, mean, the Hobbit trilogy. The Hobbit trilogy was not like it wasn't like bottom tier garbage trash. It was fine. I I thought it was fine. It was okay. It like I would watch it as, again. It wasn't as good as Lord of the Rings. No, but, nothing's gonna be as good as Lord of the Rings though. Like there, there's like that's just not that the, the they it was like a golden goose, man. That, that doesn't exist. That kind of stuff is rare and almost never happens. Yeah, it just okay. worked. Like I all gave, the all the planetary alignments happened to make I, those. I gave that movie a ten. I believe. Yeah, I think we both gave yeah, it. A, we both, we both gave it a ten. This show gets yeah. a this show gets a two. This is how far it's fallen. Yeah. So I, for uh, for we man, there's not much to say, much more than what we already have. I I would say, if you got nothing else to watch, I don't know, and you like fantasy, sure, go for it. Actually, no, you know what? No, no I'm gonna stick to what you said. Lord of the Rings no, don't watch it. Don't watch actually the original Lord don't of the watch Rings this trilogy. because the more people that watch this, the more they're going to be encouraged to make more. And obviously, Amazon has demonstrated twice now with fantasy shows they don't know how to make it. They're looking for a Game of Thrones. They just can't find it. HBO is better, I think, at making shows just in general. I think most HBO stuff is kind of solid. So, stick with House of the Dragon. I've heard good things. David's watched it. You like it. So, obviously, it can't be that bad. So, stick with HBO. I would abandon. I honestly don't watch this if you haven't watched it yet because it's not 
I, I, it's not. I don't think it's worth it, man. I, you're going to add fuel to the fire, and Amazon's going to keep going. Yeah. We're going to get more bad stuff. Well, Amazon pulled a really bad stunt with the final episode. Uh, a lot of people experienced an ad, which made them click off and then click on, back onto the show, which counts as a second click and for me personally they were downscaling the episode so bad it was unwatchable the finale uh, so i, I had, was it I to had boost to, their numbers <laughs> it was to boost their numbers like they, they were like oh, thrott- they're, they're, they're... they were throttling the throughput at least for me like and like it was unwatchable i had to stop it and play it a couple times and it boosted. did you watch num- it when it, it first when it was first I airing i did okay yeah, for me, I, I just watched it this week, so I'm not so, super far behind, but I didn't have any trouble, probably because there's no traffic to it. Yeah, there's no traffic, <laughs> but it was getting throttled for me, and it was like, I don't know, the part where she pulls out the sword to put in, uh, her knife to put it Sauron's throat, I couldn't see anything. I could hear it, so I I, kn- I knew that was basically what was happening, but oh, I couldn't okay. see it. Like I, I heard you. shrink, and then I heard like t- dialogue, so I figured she was holding it at his neck, but I couldn't see it. I, I rewatched the scene later, but like... They did some weird stuff to try to inflate the numbers for that finale. We're doing what that can. We're doing what that can. It was shady. So uh, I guess uh, let's hope House of the Dragon. I haven't watched it yet. I'm pretty sure just based on the very minimal House of the Dragon talk that we have is that the, really our House of the Dragon talk was. Uh, hey, should we do House of the Dragon? And then you said, yeah, it's not bad. And that's like as far as we've gone with our House of the Dragon talk. So hopefully, well, I haven't watched it. Well, hopefully it's good. Well, and we'll have a higher score next time. Well, the thing is, we try not to talk about stuff that we're going to talk about on the show. We, to we each don't other. talk. We don't. So, we really don't talk about stuff. We'll so, make memes about it before before we actually talk. Well, we've sent each other memes about stuff before we've actually podcasted on it. But we know we don't dive into that. Yeah, we, we want it to be fresh for this show. So we we try not yes. to talk about much anything except for just very cursory things. So I'm like, yes, House of Dragon, good. Please watch. So, yeah, that's um, pretty much that's that's where we're at right now. So I'm gonna yeah. watch that. So look forward to our next podcast, which is going to be House of the Dragon, and then we can complain. House of the Dragon. I know bit. I where I know that conversation will be at some point, and I'm saying it now. So who, anybody who's listening, you're going to hear a mirror of this in House of the Dragon is that George R. R. Tolkien, or not <laughs> George R. R. Tolkien, George R. R. Martin is taking too long to finish his next book. Yes. And we'll, we will bring that up, I'm sure. And we'll, uh, we'll have some at least early impressions of God of War Ragnarok for next time as well. Yes. Yes. So yeah, don't watch the show if you watched it. If you watched it, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe season two will be better. Good luck. Bye bye. <laughs> some some elven word. What is the thing Elrond says to Durin? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Elduin or something like that. I don't know. Sure, why not? Let's make up stuff. <laughs> Say friend and enter. Meldon. Meldon. Until, Until next time. Have a good one.